Hey guys, we're back with another episode. Joining us today is my new co-host Roo, who will introduce herself just in a minute. By the way, I'm loving the responses that I've been getting for the last episode. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and for taking a step towards educating yourself. Obviously, what I say isn't all the information that you can get, but baby steps. So, the winner for the last week's contest is Nikita Singh. Congratulations, Nikita. Please DM us at helpline for underscore for underscore the underscore unique to claim your surprise and for the shout out. Now, Ru will introduce herself. Hi, I'm Ru and I'll be your co-host today. I'm a little nervous but super excited to be discussing a topic that I'm really really passionate about and I hope that you take something away from this episode or maybe add on to the knowledge that you already have and I'm really excited to hear back from you guys. We are equally happy to have have you here Ruth. So, in this episode of Not Untied, we are going to talk about autism. In the past few years autism has been gaining recognition through novels and TV shows such as Atypical Netflix's Love on the Spectrum So I'm just going to give you a quick intro from the official CDC website Autism Spectrum Disorder is a development disability that can cause significant social communication and behavioral behavioral challenges There's often nothing about how people with ASD look that sets them apart from other people but people with asd may communicate interact behave and learn in ways that are different from most other people the learning thinking and problem solving abilities of people with asd can range from gifted to severely challenged some people with asd need a lot of help in their daily lives others need less so i hope that gave you like a really general idea about uh, what autism is but apart from the general idea of autism there are several types or several categories on the spectrum itself which is why it's referred to as a spectrum some of the most common that people tend to know about are asperger syndrome when children have problems with languages they tend to score average or above average range on intelligent tests but have social problems and narrow scopes of interest autistic disorder what most people actually know when they hear the word autism referring to problems with social interaction communication and play in children younger than 3 years old childhood disintegrative disorder these children have typical development for at least 2 years and then lose some or most of their communication and social skills and finally pervasive developmental disorder also known as ppd or atypical autism A doctor may use this term if a child has some autistic behaviors like delay in social and communication skills but doesn't fit into any of the aforementioned categories. Obviously these are just the ones that may be the most well known and you will find more information if you look into other sources. I'm now going to ask my co-host how does one know that they might be on the spectrum? As mentioned earlier, people with ASD often have problems with social emotional and communication skills they uh, tend to repeat certain behaviors and uh, have this routine that they do not want to have any changes in like their da- daily activities many people with asd also have different ways of learning or paying attention or reacting to things sign of asd begins during early childhood and typically lasts throughout a person's life 
these symptoms differ person to person, but I'm going to list out some very common ones that you can notice in uh, people who are on this spectrum. Get up, getting upset with minor changes, not responding to their name by 12 months of age, having obsessive interest. They also tend to have sensory issues such as sound and taste. They avoid eye contact and want to be left alone. They also have trouble understanding other people's feelings or talking about their own feelings. They also have delayed speech and language skills. They also uh, repeat words or phrases over and over again, also known as ecolalia, and they give unrelated answers to questions. Again, these are very common things that you can notice. There is a long list of symptoms which differ from people to people. As you know, there are four types and more. So this is just really general. Rue, now we yeah. know the symptoms. How do we know what causes it? Well, that's an interesting question because there isn't exactly a clear reason why autism happens. It may possibly stem from problems in certain parts of the brain that interpret sensory input and language processing. But some of the information that we do have is that autism is four times more common in boys than girls. It happens irregardless of race, ethnicity, social, or social background, things such as educational level doesn't affect a child's risk of autism. Yeah. Autism also runs in families, meaning it's hereditary. So genetic combinations may increase a child's risk of being on the spectrum. Children with older parents tend to have a higher risk of autism. And something that we learned is that if a pregnant woman is exposed to certain chemicals or drugs, such as alcohol or anti-seizure medication, her child is more likely to be autistic. Other risk factors include maternal metabolic conditions, such as diabetes and obesity. But there is no evidence that vaccinations cause autism. I have a question. And I feel like it might be one that's commonly asked, but is there any treatment for autism? There's no cure for autism. But early treatment can make a very big difference in the development of a child with autism. What works for one person might not work for another. The doctor will tailor the treatment depending on the child. The two main types of treatment are uh, behavioral and communication therapy to help with structure and organization. ABA, that is Applied Behavior Analysis, is one of these treatments. It promotes positive behavior and discourages negative behavior. Occupational therapy can help with life skills like dressing, eating, and relating to people. Sensory integration therapy might help someone who has problems with being touched or with sight or sound. Speech therapy improves communication skills. There is also medication that can help with symptoms of ASD like attention problems or hyperactivity or anxiety. But again, it is tailored to how a certain child reacts to the treatments that are being provided to them. So now that we know the circumstances and the symptoms and the causes and the treatment, and us being so fairly new to this, how does one make sure that they aren't insensitive towards someone on the spectrum? According to the CDC website, there are a few things that you can do to make somebody who is on the spectrum feel a little more comfortable. These include being patient, as it often takes some time for people with ASD to process information. You may need to slow down your conversation to match their speed. Be persistent, but resilient. 
as they may have trouble both showing and controlling their emotions. They can be blunt in their responses, but don't take this personally. Always stay positive. They often respond best to positive reinforcement. One other common thing is that they also tend to have shorter attention spans. This is especially true when it comes to communicating. Shared interests often help them relax and feel calmer. And most importantly, show your love and interest. People with ASD often have trouble showing their feelings, but if you let them know that they are loved and you continue reassuring them, it'll make the entire process just a little bit easier. Up to this point, we've talked about most of the information from a very clinical point of view. So this is a direct answer from someone who has Asperger's, which is high functioning autism. They said that depending on a person's symptoms exhibited in general, it tends to vary. But generally, educating yourself on specific symptoms of a person with ASD and altering your behavior accordingly, for example, if they show a sensitivity to sound, it's best to be mindful of that when interacting or working with them. If they have aversions to certain smells, avoid foods that have a particular scent or fragrance. Since we've come to the close of our session, Karima, what do you think are some things that we should highlight in today's podcast? I think there's only one thing left to highlight over here, and that is that it's important to take care of yourself too. It's okay to take a break, and it's okay to take a step back. Just make sure you aren't insensitive while doing it. Something I would like to add is oftentimes it helps to ask how questions rather than why questions. Just why is this happening, or why aren't you stopping? It's often easier to say, "How can I make it easy for you? How can I help you? And how can I make you feel better?" This brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you got a really general idea out of what we tried to explain you throughout the episode. Please do not stop your research here. There is so much information out there to be discovered by you. You have taken a very nice step by listening to this podcast to get information or enhance your information. So go out there and make some good use of that internet. <laughs> Now coming to the contest. This time we decided a riddle for you, which Ru is going to enlighten you about. One of the members of the famed rock group Pink Floyd was theorized to have the title of next week's topic. The answer to this is not going to be as obvious as it seems. So do your research. I am hoping to get a lot of response from you guys because you guys have a surprise coming up. If you are the winner of next week's topic, moving on. How do you uh, give us a feedback or reply? To the question asked in this episode, you can DM us at helpline underscore four underscore the underscore unique, or you guys can leave a message at Anchor, whatever you guys are comfortable with. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and it makes me so happy that you guys are taking steps to learn about the different disorders. Thank you for having me on as a co-host for this episode. Yes, that, it was amazing having you here, Ru. Looking forward to doing more amazing episodes with you. Bye. Tune in next week. Have a great day, guys. Bye.